Hey, what is going on? My name is Dustin, and you are listening to another episode of the Detail Spot Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about marketing, um, things you should be doing, things you, that you should not be doing. And uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and dive into it. Before that, though, I just want to say thank all of you so much for tuning in on a regular basis. And if you are a first time listener, I just want to thank you as well for tuning in. And hopefully, you get something from this. Hopefully, it resonates with you in some way. Um, and if you are a regular listener, or if you're a new listener and you're enjoying the content that is coming from this channel, if you could leave us a review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, um, it's going to greatly help the channel grow this so we can reach other detailers as well so that they can get something from it. Uh, but let's go ahead and dive into this episode all about marketing, what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. So let's get it. So we talk a lot about marketing in previous episodes. Um, even the last episode, we just talked about social media marketing. We talk a lot about SEO. We talk a lot about you know how to get clients either uh, mostly organic. So this episode, I'm kind of going to get a, give it a twist on whether you should pay for it, whether you should not pay for it. You know, do you want to do it yourself? Do you want to pay somebody to do it? You have paid ads that are an option as well. Um, and the thing with marketing is. There is no wrong or right way when it comes to should you pay or should you not pay, um, such as like Facebook ads or maybe Instagram ads. But here's the thing with paying for ads is if you're going to do it yourself, you need to learn. You need to do the research first before doing it. And what I mean by this is a lot of times this is this is the first example that I'll go with of what not to do. And it's just clicking like the boost button and just instantly saying, hey, um, Facebook, you decide where I, my ads go and who they go to. So you're leaving it up to them by clicking that little blue boost button. And you've probably seen other people say, hey, don't stay away from that. That's not um, that's not the what you want to do. You want to go deeper and you want to set up your own demographics. And that, that's what we'll get into um, here in just a little bit. Some of the demographics that you can try for your area, some things that you can, you know, put in on the back end, get your ad set up. Um, but when it comes to marketing, you need one solid thing first. You need the foundation, and that's your brand. Your branding has to be there for really any of your stuff to work. Like if your branding isn't there and it's not eye-catching or if it looks just the same as everybody else's detailing business, then more than likely you're not going to have crazy success with your marketing. And I, I hear a lot of detailers a lot of times saying, man, I'm just really not busy. You know, I'm doing everything I possibly can. And you know, if this is you, if you're thinking to yourself, I am doing everything I can and I'm just not busy. My marketing isn't working. Really take a look like and be unbiased because you're going to be biased towards your own brand. You created it, you built it, and it is something that you really should take pride in because creating a business and creating a brand is hard. It does take trial and error, pivoting in areas that, you know, you know, it's something's not working, you have to pivot and you have to constantly go through that hamster wheel. So owning a business and starting a business and creating your brand is hard, but just know you have to change things if it's not working. So really look at your brand and say, and come at it with an unbiased opinion. Look at some of the competitors within your area. Look at look at detailers across the country, across the world, and see. Pick out like your top five or top ten best brands that you can find. Don't in this category. Do not put your competitors in that though, because you don't want to get inspired by their brand. You don't. You do not want to copy their color scheme, their their appearance in any type of way. Your goal is to stand out. That's what what branding is really for. It's to 
you know, stand out amongst the rest. And, and when a customer is looking at you and comparing you to five other people, you want your brand to be the one that says, man, that's who I want to trust with my car, you know? So put though, like, look at the world, look at the detailers within the world or within the U S or Canada, wherever you're located at, you know, pick your top five brands. And even if you want to even go more broad, you can pick your top five favorite brands even if it's not just detailing, pick, you know, clothing companies or, or, um, barbershops or lawn care companies, whatever your, your, your thing is, see what they're doing. How are they standing out? What are they doing within their brand? How do they appear to you? You know, is it a super fun type of vibe? Are the fonts they're, they're using really fun and, and, you know, um, colorful, or is it more bold and modern, you know, pick what you like and what stands out to you and use that as inspiration. And that's what you need to do because like, you're not just going to create a brand out of thin air and it's just one that's just going to be absolutely stunning to your client, but you do have to look at your own brand in an unbiased light and say, Hey, where does this stand amongst my local competitors? Is it average? Is it below average? Do I need to change things? Because that before we get into the marketing is what you need first. You need that. And then the marketing is just dialing in, you know, everything else. But without a solid brand, because if you're trying to target clients that have nicer vehicles or who are wanting to pay more, they want you to do your homework as well on, you know, putting the work in on creating your brand and making your appearance look like someone who is in business to detail for a higher end clientele. They want that as well. So, you know, create that brand, have that foundation before getting into marketing. Now let's get into marketing. One thing I see a lot of times on social media is detailers just posting picture of, pictures of cars or maybe a before and after shot. And that's completely fine just because that is what you do. But to me, what I'm thinking is if, if I'm a client or if like, say on, we're going to use Instagram as an example, if I'm your client or if I'm your follower and all you do is post cars it's going to get kind of, you know, boring and repetitive. And now subconsciously what I'm going to do is I'm going to bypass your stuff. It's just going to, I'm just going to keep scrolling. Nothing is going to catch my attention and it, you'll probably never get my business because nothing is popping out to me. And now every time, and if you, and if you stamp that in their head and they subconsciously scroll past your stuff, now when you do have something you want them to see and you want to, you have a deal going or some type of big event or big news that you have coming out, they're going to scroll past because they're used to it. It's a subconscious thing. And once that's stamped in their head, it's going to be really hard to get that back. So just posting cars, you know, obviously there's an exception. There's detailers who are, you know, detailing these, um, you know, nicer vehicles on a regular basis. Like you can get good shots and you can get good uh, camera angles and, you know, good edits on your pictures to where it does kind of catch people's attention. So if you're not, if you're not taking quality photos, that's a big must as well. So the cars that you are posting, but I see a lot of detailers just posting pictures that, you know, of the 93 Toyota Corolla that they just detailed when they're wanting higher end vehicles to detail for. So by you posting that on a nonstop regular basis, one, one thing that it's doing is subconsciously your fans and your customers and your followers are just scrolling past that for two, there's nothing eye catching about it either. So really think about what you can post. And what I mean by this is, it'll kind of lead me into what my next thing is 
People want to do business with people. So periodically throw in a personal touch. You know, if you're a family owned business, which more than likely you are, if you probably have family and your business is probably what provides your family with, you know, either a roof over their head or, you know, food on the table, or it contributes in some type of way towards your family. Let people know, like say, hey, you know, take a picture of yourself, take a picture of you and your family, things that you do on the weekend. Or, you know, if you're detailing a vehicle, if you don't feel comfortable doing that, no worries at all. But maybe you're detailing a vehicle, maybe put yourself on camera or do a voiceover while you're showing off that vehicle, things that you've done to the vehicle, explaining the process and really adding a personal flavor to it because people want to do business with people. So really think about that in depth. This isn't something I could tell you, you know, hey, post this at this certain time of the day. It's more so what vibe are your fans and your followers and your clients getting from you? That's what you want to create. So just posting the same thing over and over, you know, when you look at your Instagram news, like when you look at your profile on, on, on your Instagram, scroll through your, all of your posts and like get the feel, get the vibe of what it is. Does it look repetitive? You know, if it's looking repetitive, you're going to create that subconscious scroll that your fans are going to have. And that's not what you want. You want them to be like, Ooh, stop on that post or stop on that picture and say, dang, that looks good. Like, Oh, that's a cool car. Ooh, the picture angle of this, like that's a subconscious thing as well is when I'm scrolling and I see, you know, a cool car and it's got a, if someone, you know, really took the time to take a good picture and you know, I'm going to stop on it. I'm going to look at it for a second and then I'm going to scroll past. That's what you want. You want that eye stopping or that scroll stopping posts. And that's what you need. Your Instagram profile though, that acts as a, as a, um, a portfolio of what you've done and, and, and what vibe you want to put out. That is a part of your brand. You could think of that like you're a part of your, you know, a, like a website. A website is not only to give the information that you want to portray to your clients, but it's to also give them a vibe, create that feel of, you know, do they want to do business with you or somebody else? And your Instagram and your Facebook and your social media all together, that's what that also does. That's a portfolio of what you stand for and who you are and just the brand and the business as a whole. So make sure that what you're posting is has more thought in it, into it than just posting the car that you just detailed. And if it's a car that you just detailed and that that type of car is not one that you really want to do in the future, don't post it unfortunately. You know, that's not you're you're posting and you're advertising to a client that you don't even want to detail for. So if you are wanting to detail higher end vehicles and you want a higher end type of clientele, portray your business that way. That's what you need to do to get those because they're looking for a Instagram profile or a social media profile that is the type of business that can withstand them as a client. And that's what they want. So your brand is so important. It goes into your social media. It goes into your website. It goes into, you know, how you, you, you present yourself uniforms, you know, that is a, that's your brand that all needs to be there because marketing is just kind of pushing it out there to people. But if they don't like what they see and they don't like what, how you present yourself, then your marketing is useless. And if you're paying for marketing, you're paying for advertisement, then now you're just wasting money because you didn't have that one thing that you need. And that's your brand. You need to present yourself in a professional way. You need to look better than the rest. That's how you're able to charge more. That's how you're able to get better clients, you know, and that's how you're able to scale your business. So, you know, and it's that one thing that I, it's hard for me to tell detailers sometimes in, because 
you do take pride in, in your business. You take pride in your brand, but that sometimes is the one thing that I have to say, Hey, I would maybe consider changing some things in the way that you present yourself and the way that you, you carry yourself and the way that you display yourself online. You know, those are big things. So now let's get into marketing when it comes to paid advertisement. If you're going to run Facebook ads, I don't necessarily think that you need them, especially if you're listening to this and you maybe have one or two days in your week that you don't book up on a regular basis. That is one to two days. That's, you know, 16 hours or more that you can spend grinding, putting in that sweat equity on an organic approach. A paid approach would be, you know, you're putting money in and you're getting a result faster. Um, You know, you still have to do the same. You still have to do... um, the work and really consider things when you're doing paid advertisement. But when you do organic approach, it's more of a long-term thing. You do something today and get a result three, four, five, six months in the future, but you still want to do those things. Like an organic approach would be following people within your area that, you know, show an interest in vehicles and have a vehicle of their own. And they've posted it on their social media. You know, they love their car you know, they're in your area because you know, you're looking at their profile and you're looking for those type of profiles. So you want to follow those people, engage with them regularly, try to build a connection that way, and then send them a DM later. Once you do have that connection built, that would be an organic approach. And that's something you should be doing on a regular basis, especially if you have downtime, that, that is a game changer. You, one thing you don't want to do doing that though, is just sending that, that message or that, um, DM way too early. If you literally just follow them and then send them a message instantly, that comes off kind of spammy. There's no connection there. Remember, people want to do business with people. So it's a it's a step-by-step approach. Remember I said I was talking about adding that personal feel to your profile, putting yourself on camera or, you know, talking to your into a camera and and posting it to social media, explaining what you're doing with the vehicle, whatever the case is, but adding that personal feel now think about this. You start following clients that you, you, you're you searching for clients on Instagram or Facebook or whatever that are within your area, have an interest in cars, possibly own one because they are posting it on social media. And so that's a perfect case scenario. Someone who loves their vehicle, they take pride in it. They're in your area so they can become a potential client. But if you're seeing, and then, and then when they look at your profile on a regular basis, they see you talking and, and it kind of feels like you're talking to them. They start to get that vibe with you, you know, that, that vibe from what you're putting out. So, you know, two, three months down the road after you kind of engage with their stuff as well, now you can send them a DM. There's that, there's that connection built. They kind of feel like they know you, but they don't, you know, if that makes sense. But if you were to just follow them and then message them instantly after there's no connection there. They don't know who you are. They, they have no clue if you present yourself in a good way because they haven't followed you long enough. You haven't built that connection. They haven't engaged, you haven't engaged enough. So on social media, I think a lot of detailers are just following all these other detailers because they want their, this big follower number when it's 100% pointless. You know, if your followers are not, uh, you see a lot of accounts that have 20,000, 15,000, 30,000, you know, a hundred thousand followers, but like really think about it and look at like their profile and their followers and see, okay, how many of those are within their area though? You know, that's a pointless following at that point, you know? So it, now let's say you had, you're going to compare one account that has 50,000 followers. This person has 50,000 followers. They're a detailer just like you are. And, um, but 
you know, only 49 or only 1000 of those people actually live in their area and could potentially become a client. Now let's take this other profile that has 2000 and all of those followers are within their area. They have, um, you know, are within their area, could become a potential client. That person with 2000 followers now has more value or a, a va more valuable account than the one with 50,000. But detailers just want that number sometimes and they start following other detailers. And, and it's cool. Like if you have a, a friend that's a detailer that's in a different state or in a different country, you follow them and you, you connect with them that way. That's completely fine. Having those is fine. But I just see a lot of detailers just go through following mass amounts of other detailers. And it's like, man, those aren't going to be your clients. So you got to think about it that way, but try to find and try to build an account that is all people that you can follow and engage with that could become your potential client. So really think about that. That's, that is one thing I see a lot of times go wrong within this industry. You know, obviously you can follow other detailers that inspire you or, or, uh, put out, you know, um, or the brands that you like, you know, that's completely fine, but don't go for the following number or the follower number. That's just pointless. And you want your followers to majority, majority of them. You want them to be someone who could become a potential client, someone that will potentially put money in your pocket. And that's the work that you want to do organically paid wise though, when it comes to Facebook ads, I wanted to take a moment from the episode really quick and tell you about the detail community, what some of the members inside are saying and how you can become a member today. So when you join today, you're going to get access to over 50 plus business classes and classes added monthly. These classes and these resources are going to show you click by click and step by step on how to take your business to that next level, whether you're just starting already started or been in business for years and you just want more traction and, and want that momentum so that you can start making more money. You also get access to a private community of other members that are already inside. These are ambitious detailers just like yourself that you can connect with and get support every step of the way. It's going to take away that loneliness and make it to where you don't have to do business alone. We do live hangouts monthly to where you can come hang out, connect with other members inside as well, and ask your toughest questions no matter what stage in your business you're at and get an in-depth answer and if you're enjoying the podcasts that are coming from the detail spot podcast you are definitely going to enjoy being a member of the detail community because you also get exclusive podcast episodes and bonus footage uploaded to your member library that only members a part of the detail community get access to something that is super cool that you also have access to that are added to your member library on a monthly basis are these pre-made promotion templates. These are gonna allow you to separate yourself from your competitors and really stand out and display your brand in a positive and professional light. These packs are added monthly so you always have something to post on social media and so that you always have some type of branding getting pushed out there to your clients. So before we get back into the episode, let me show you really quick what some of the members inside are saying. So Marvin said, I sold one coding service from using something that was said in one of the members only podcast episodes. Now my membership is covered for a couple years now. Kyle said, what you said on the hangout last night is working. I texted about five or six of my clients and already have two booking for September. 
Preston said, I just joined in here. I did watch the pricing and packaging lesson. I can most definitely confirm my pricing was way too low. I just raised it to where I know for sure I'm making money now and I had two clients agree to the higher prices. That is awesome. Brian said, if you guys are wondering if it's worth it, it is. There's a ton of amazing content, podcasts, ad templates, detailing information out the wazoo and monthly, which I hope turns to weekly or bi-weekly, member Zoom hangouts. Seriously, guys, I'm not just trying to sell anyone. It's beyond worth the price for what you get. See for yourself. And then Michael said, I will pay for this for life, man. The information in here is worth way more than $37 a month. I've already gotten five clients to accept upsells using what was in one of the classes. So you get access to all of that that I just showed you, plus so much more. There are so many resources there and resources added regularly for you to use at any time you would like and that are gonna really help you take your business to that next level so that you can make more money, put more money in your pocket, take more time off, buy a new house, buy a new car, whatever your dreams or goals are, this community is gonna help you take your business to that level. And the coolest part about it is it's only $37 a month. Something that is gonna help you make more money is only $37 a month. Think of it this way, if only one thing or only one resource helps you get a lead in or helps you attract more clients. Your membership is paid for for a long time. And I know there are so many resources there, more than one is gonna help you, but even if only one does, it is paid for and it is worth it. So join today, become a member of the Detail community. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, click the link in the show notes. If you're watching on YouTube, click the link in the description, or you can go to thedetailcommunity.com forward slash join. Become a member today, get access to all of that today, and I cannot wait to connect with you further inside, and I cannot wait to watch your business grow and watch you take your detailing business to that next level so that you can start crushing your goals and achieving your dreams. You want to really think outside the box. I think a lot of detailers are putting in their demographic. Like if you've if you've never messed with Facebook ads, there's a back end on like the ads manager side, and um, you can you can set up who they go out to. You can really get specific with it. Your content within that needs to be eye catching, though. It needs to be something that is going to grab their attention, something that a customer wants to look at and wants to view. Now. Um, when it comes to running Facebook ads though, think outside the box. Think a lot of detailers are putting in that interest detailing, like, like the customer is really just interested in detailing the way Facebook works and the way Facebook ads work is your Facebook is an algorithm showing people on their platform, things that they think they would be interested in. So when you put an interest of detailing, it's going to show your, your, um, your ad, to people who are interested in detailing. Here's the thing though, your clients aren't interested in detailing, they just want it done. So they're not searching detailing on a regular basis on Facebook. They are wanting it done, but they're they're not interested enough to just sit there like we are as detailers, you know, to sit here and study it nonstop. So what is happening is your ad is now getting put in front of other detailers more than likely or people that are probably never going to be a client. You have to think like your clients would. So let's say you want a really bougie or high-end type of clientele. These people may be interested in golf. They may be interested in things that cost money that you know only their category can afford. 
Um, so maybe like golf, stock markets, trading, real estate, things like that. Those people or fitness. Here's the thing. People that are into fitness and, and, and um, perform a healthy life and, and a routine structured life, those people generally may not have time to get their vehicle detailed or to do, or they may not have time to detail their own vehicle. And they, and they probably can afford to pay a professional detailer such as yourself. So interests are a big thing. Think outside the box. You know, um, also I see detailers putting uh, car manufacturers in interest. Like, yeah, people are interested in Mercedes, but is, you know, and this, this one could go both ways. Like your client could be just a fanatic over Mercedes and, you know, but that's oftentimes not the case. A lot of times when you put in like car manufacturers in that interest area, that's not the way that you want to be thinking. You want to be thinking like your client would. And your clients are generally thinking about, you know, maybe like I said, golf, real estate, stock market, uh, fitness, uh, organization, people who are organized generally probably like their car detailed, you know, so really think outside the box and run test ads. So use the same type of picture that you're going to use. So say you're going to run three different ads to test them out first. You're not just going to put a bunch of money in one and hope it sticks. You know, that's like throwing mud on the wall and just hoping it sticks. You want to have, let's say you run three different ads all with the same picture, but all three, three different demographics. Okay. Then use the one that performed the best, which demographic performed the best. And then you take that demographic, now change all three pictures, but use the same demographic. Okay, use the picture or whatever content, whether it be picture or video, that's that worked the best and performed the best with all the same demographics and interests. And then you'll 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 have a, a, a good combo that then you can put money on that one. You just repeat that process with whatever whatever ads you want to run. Um, it's a lot. There, it is complex. Um, but another thing that detailers are doing when it comes to paid ads is not. Uh, narrowing down where they're targeting, you know, where they're, um, uh, where they're, they want their ads to be. So they're just throwing it out there, letting Facebook put it out to whoever. But what, ha what is happening is people in, is say you're in Virginia, your ad is now getting shown to people in Texas. So really put to the area a mile radius of how far you want your ads to go to. Um, but so get complex, get nitty gritty with running your ads. And once you do that, you'll be spending money, but getting more money in return. That's, that's your goal from, from running ads. And I think a lot of detailers are scared of putting money in because people don't like to spend money, but here's the thing. You got to pay to play. You have to pay money. You know, if you want to scale, here's the thing. You should be doing the organic approach every day. Anytime that you have time off or, you know, you're not fully booked organic approach, put in that sweat, sweat equity. You have to, you know, that's what it takes to scale your business. Now, then there's a point to where once you're making more money, put in 10, 20% on marketing, maybe more. How, if you want to grow, that's what it's going to take. So once you do consistently get busy and you're ready to go to that next step, then start, you know, budgeting money for paid advertisement. That's going to take you to that next level. And then the cool thing about paying, like paying for advertisement is that level that keeps taking you to the next level. Now it all comes down to once you get it all dialed in, now it just comes into how much money do you want to put in you know, because the more money you put in, the more money you're going to make. So potentially, you know, obviously, like I said, your brand has to be there and your, um, you know, you have to have your demographics, right. The content that you're putting within the ad has to be right. Um, but once all that's dialed in, the more money you're going to put in, it's going to show it to more people, the more people it shows it to the more clients that potential clients that you could have coming in and inquiring. So, 
Um, we talked a lot about what not to do, what to do when it comes to marketing. The big thing though, being that core brand, you have to have that foundation and that being your brand. Once you have your brand dialed in and it looks stunning, it looks eye-catching, you know, then go over to Instagram and go over to social media, really try to build connections, add that personal feel to it, and uh, creates, create posts that you you know your clients could, could potentially wanna click on and uh, make sure you're following the right people, people who are within your area that can become potential clients. Um, and then we talked about paid advertisement. If you're gonna get into that and you want to, want to kind of take it to the next level, put money in with ads, and uh, that is gonna be where you want to make sure that your demographics and your interests are spot on. Make sure you're showing your ad to people within the area of the city that you live in and uh, make sure that you run some tests when it comes to that ad so that you can get that powerful combo that you know the right interests that work, the right content, the right picture or video that works. So hopefully this resonates in some type of way with you. Hopefully you got something from this. Um, marketing's, marketing is a, is a game of trial and error as well. You know, it, it takes work. If you're gonna do that organic approach and you're not gonna outsource it to somebody else, you're gonna have to put in that sweat equity of learning it, you know, and uh, taking the time to, to you know, learn and, and, and comprehend it and then implement it. And then once you implement it, you may have to change some things, pivot. That's marketing. That's what it takes. And once you do market long enough and you keep doing those things and you keep being consistent and prolific at it, what's going to happen is you're going to find that those combos that just work and they, and they work for you. They start bringing in clients for you. Um, but first and foremost, you got to have your brand there. You got to look at your brand in an unbiased light um, and really say, does this look good? Does it look better than the rest? And that's what it takes. If you want better than the rest type of clients, you need to look at your brand and say, does my brand, does how I present myself look better than the rest? So really think about that. And, um, and, and yeah, I appreciate all of you tuning in again. And, uh, the amount of support that this channel has gotten is, is insane. And that's thanks to you guys. So I just want to thank you. And if you are enjoying the content that's coming from this channel, if you can leave us a review on either Apple podcast or Spotify. And if you're watching on YouTube, um, and you're enjoying it as well, make sure to subscribe and, uh, leave a comment if the, if you got something from this and, and how it resonated with you. So I'll catch you guys on the next episode of the detail spot podcast.